Kansas City elected its first millennial mayor. So we decided to do something pretty millennial. We interviewed him for our podcast. I'm Haley Harrison. And I'm Stephen Albritton. You're used to seeing us on the evening news. This conversation is different. Yes, it is, Stephen. We've heard a lot about where 34-year-old Quentin Lucas stands on the issues. This is not that. But we try not to take ourselves too seriously here on the pod. Our conversation starts on election night, June 18th. No matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter what circumstance you find yourselves in, in our Kansas City, we always believe that you have an opportunity. We're not talking about policy today. We've heard all about that for the past <laughs> 10 months leading yeah. up to your victory a couple yeah. of nights ago. We just want to learn more about you today, what you like, what you don't like, just so people, you know, millennials who usually listen to our podcast. Absolutely. Uh, I am one. So yes, yeah. right. As are, as are we. we. We are the elder millennials. <laughs> the, exactly. I love that line the other day. The elder millennials. Yeah, it's good. Well, let's talk about your victory night. Yeah. What was that like for you? <laughs> you know, it's funny because um, so the polls close at seven and then like there's just this rush of nervousness, actually. Um, and the first results are Clay County absentees and Councilwoman Justice was doing very well. And but then you realize it's like 300 total people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, oh, boy. And so then I actually just to give you the inside secret, I, I left our campaign headquarters. I went home. I like sat and stared out the window for maybe 20 minutes, took a shower. <laughs> hour like just was doing so much iron my shirt again uh and then and then the funny thing is i caught an uber back to campaign headquarters um and by then things were, were turning better uh and that was when the excitement was happening so it was you know it was a fun night it started stressful most of it was very enjoyable it was really hot um and our because we had to move from the roof downstairs but uh now it was a blast the weirdest part is that for some reason our DJ we gave him a walk in song but we didn't give him a walk out song which I will never make that mistake again <laughs> because that's how he's then playing like the tomahawk chop thing which oh gosh and I was like oh good god <laughs> and then so like I'm hugging my knees and like oh hey and then for these people like you know the tomahawk chop like, no not on brand really not on brand <laughs> you know I'm, I'm cool with the Chiefs I don't personally usually do it because I think it's kind of offensive so you know what so, was your walk in song was was it the uh, four tops yes yes exactly yeah yeah it was the four tops because you know you try to make sure everybody watching can can get in and i i want to reward my nice 75 year old voters who were or 55 who were just like oh baby that's a great song <laughs> so it, right so that was good and then uh we had a and then there were just a thousand pictures to take uh you know we weren't quite prepared for all of that but that's fine because you know it's better than the alternative uh, and then there was a post game kind of celebration at Tower Tavern uh, and then I was up the next morning uh, for 6 a.m. interviews on TV. Now, now take me back. Did the Uber know he was taking a potential mayor so, back? So yes, a very nice lady. She was from Overland Park and you know, so I got in and she was like, oh my God, are you, you know, are you are you a guy running for mayor? And I'm like, yes ma'am. And she's like, oh well I hope you win. You know, I live in Overland Park but I have been rooting for you the whole time and all that stuff. And I'm like, well thank you. And Took I, the right over there. Exactly. And I, I know, right? Uh, and then I said, well, we have to connect some other time and all that stuff. But it was good. You know, it was for anybody who takes lifts and Ubers. It was one of those times because I was so nervous. I didn't really want to talk. Mm. But 
you know. Yeah. But you catch the talker, and and, and she yeah. was very lovely, by the way. If she's listening, it was, I enjoyed it. <laughs> it was a good ride, five stars. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. You you take uh, scooters too. I've heard. Oh man, yeah. You're, you're into those. I I take scooters a lot because um, I am. It's weird because I I guess I just won this election, so it seems like I'm a very good planner. But every now and then. I'll be planning to go to like a Chiefs game or something, and my friends want to leave for tailgate at 7:30 or 8, which is just crazy. I'm like, nah, nah, I'm not. It's, <laughs> not doing it. Exactly. It's like you know, it's 25 degrees outside. Nevertheless, I will take an Uber in that. I mean, a scooter in that weather, which is wow. weird because I'm like, if I'm dressed for the game, then I should be ready for should that, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I've done several good seven and a half mile scooters. <gasps> um, I'm just cruising down 31st Street, and my favorite thing is like when you're near the parking lot all these people just like take a second look and all that sort of stuff and you know they're like hey bro but i love it and you just go by security you don't have to worry about parking no and it takes only about 40 minutes which if you've ever been stuck in traffic for a chiefs game you know is worse and then the royals and then you just get to bail on it like that's my favorite part leave it you just i mean i'll just put it in front of the stadium and wish them well that's awesome. I was um, talking to a group of elementary school kids this mm-hmm. morning, and I told them that I was coming in to talk to the mayor-elect of Kansas City today. And one kid was like, Quentin Lucas? <laughs> and I was like, uh, yeah. He was like, uh, ask him about, do you know what I'm about to say? No. Ask him about what he's going to do about the potholes. I kid you not. <laughs> Fill the pot. Oh, like man. Third grader. Oh, it was funny. When TV ads work. <laughs> you know, when TV ads work better than you think. You know, the story of potholes, I won't get into like too much boredom, but so we got, you know, you run polls and campaigns and we got our first big like post-primary poll and like potholes was just so high on the list of people's aggravation. And you know, you run for office and I'm, I can nerd it out sometimes. So I'm like, I want to like give these 10 minute speeches about great policy issues and how we're going to build, you know, all of this. And they're like, nah, man, got to, got to do a pothole flyer. Yeah. You have to have an ad where you're like, I'm Quentin Lucas. I'm real basic. Um, I only talk about these three things, you know, and they all start with a P because alliteration is also good, you know, and uh, on branding, (laughs) you know, but hey, I guess it works. But yes, tell that nice third grader. uh, We'll we'll make sure they're they're fixed. The kids also wanted to know what you were going to do about uh, free ice cream and no homework, too. Yeah, I said, you know, maybe maybe give that one some time. Well, exactly. That's going to take some real budget space. So it'll take us a year. Sure. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, so, so take us back in, in your career. I mean, you're 34 years old. Yes, sir. You're taking over Kansas City, Missouri yeah. as, you know, as, the, as the lead job. Did you ever expect it to come this far when you decided to get into public service? Because, I mean, you know, we're all young. We all have goals and things right, in right. our life. But did you ever dream about being mayor of, so, yeah. of any city? So this is all an answer that I don't know what your dream is. But, yeah, you will be on 60 Minutes uh, in like two years. <laughs> okay. um, I, don't, I don't know if that's your dream. But, you know, nevertheless, it would seem cool. Um, you know, I think I, I always knew I had some level of ambition, right? It's why you jump into some of these things. Uh, I don't know if it would happen as quickly as, you know, it did, because the weird thing is when you're going through it, you know, you almost you really can't even see the long term strategic path. I was just trying to, like, survive city council every week. Right. And then the mayoral election, you know, which is fascinating. Right. And then you're just kind of going through that. But I think I always knew that public service was something I cared a lot about. Um, I have the good fortune of practicing 
in law full time for about two years, uh, which I hope to never do again. Um, I can do it part time. I'm like, it's a real good thing to know, right? It's another thing when you're like, boy, I'm just billing more hours today. Uh, that's neat. And, and there's something about keeping track of your time in little 10 minute intervals, which just makes your life seem worse, you know? Do you and still then, budget time that way? I, I did for a long time, and it made me just a terrible person. Oh. Because, you know, you start to see every interaction, and you're like, okay, this was point two on my day. Uh, I could have made money doing something different. Now, uh, yeah, I think as soon as I got into city council, as soon as I started running for that, I was like, well, let's kind of see where this goes. Um, that might beg the, the follow-up question, which is, well, then where do you where do you see your, foresee yourself in the future? And, you know, my view just is I always want to be someone who is like doing well, being energetic, but is not around too long. I think one of the biggest problems in politics in every level is that it's just like, is that guy or gal still around? Like, and like many of them, you know, and it's, it's something that Joe Biden's running into right now. He's like, yeah, I work with segregation of senators. I'm like, because you're old. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, not that it's, it's great to be old. I hope to be as old as him one day. But nevertheless, I'm like, yeah, dude, because you, you were around for a really, really long time. I think I would like to have my impact and then get out so that by 50, let's say, I'm trying to contribute to the world in a different way. There's a there's a flip side to that experience and yeah. that wisdom that you gain through the years. Absolutely. Good Joe Biden voter here. Not, not, not that she does it. <laughs> so, it's like, yeah, hey, 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 you hey, can hey, do hey. communications <laughs> immediately. Non-bias. Non-bias no, no. You know the one thing, though, since this is the fun interview and I can just say this, like, I remember, I, I haven't gotten to follow the presidential election enough, but I caught enough one day last week when Joe Biden and Joe, Donald Trump were just calling each other names. And I was like, you are both in your 70s. I'm like, I just, I figure once I double in age, you know, I still won't be 70. But nevertheless, I'm like, man, don't you just chill at a certain point? But I just love, they're just going like two 10-year-olds. Can't get, can't get it out of them. Right. What would you, what advice would you give to the version of yourself from last Last May, yeah. last, last April. <laughs> like, uh, just like, you know, take a nap and everything that you would have thought will be exactly the same a year from now, although it'll be a weird path to it. You know, somebody was asking me, like, what do you think about the race and all that? I mean, had you asked me probably last May um, who would be in the runoff, right? I might have guessed me and Jolie, right? Mm-hmm. That's what Steve Kraske was right and all these others. Um but, but, you know, then we had Jason Kander's campaign and then Jolie came back and we, you know, we really had the rise of Elise Kennedy. I mean, so I think what I would say is just stick to your plan. And it's odd how well it worked out. Very cool. Okay, let's get to know you a little bit. Um, First of all... Now, do you guys ever play these games yourselves? Because every, you know, like my mom, if I tell her I talk to you guys, she'll be like, oh my God, wow, what are they like? (laughs) We've thought about it in the future. Someday. Well, not with us. We're very boring. You you called yourself, as a joke, basic. We are very basic. (laughs) I speak for both of us. We're very basic. (laughs) No, nobody wants to know about us. Everybody wants to know about the new mayor of Kansas City. Um, First of all, you are 34 years old and yes, I know everybody keeps telling you this um, you are you are with your colleagues here uh, yes. in fact you are uh, 11 days older than me oh I looked that up before I came in I thought I looked I'm older the baby than in her the room. I'm hey, only just, 32 just a little Ooh. <laughs> but, but but you your life experience is, is far different from a lot of folks. Sure. You have been open about talking about the fact that you were homeless when yeah. you were growing up. Um, your path through life has been very different. Uh, you went to, to private got got to go yeah. to private school. Yeah. Um, you should not be here. 
Right. You should not be here sitting in the 22nd floor and soon to be 29th floor yeah. of City Hall. Um, what kind of impact do you think this all has on, on the kids who are now where you were, the, the homeless kids yeah. here in Kansas City, the kids yeah. who are struggling? Yeah, you know, the funny thing is, the other day, and I, I still live in an apartment, which people like mock sometimes, although I'm like the old guy of the apartment now, which is weird. <laughs> I've been there for a decade. <laughs> and like one time, a guy who was actually very old, he's like, hey, bro, man, you ain't supposed to do a decade here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just that dude. But anyway, there was like a 10-year-old kid, and I was leaving, and he's like, are you quitting, Lucas? And I'm like, man, yes, yes, and all of that. And I did see just this kind of like, you know, it all just brightened up because, like, he's like, wow, you live in my building, right, and in my neighborhood, and, and it really does show people that you can do almost anything, and I think, and I said this as a message because it doesn't relate to necessarily demography or, or what your background is exactly, but I, I do like that we're opening up so much in this country sometimes that anybody can really do anything. When you look at the two finalists in this mayoral race, right, I mean, it's just so interesting that it's like, yeah, and and we talked about you know, issues and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I think it is a sign that you can do anything in the background doesn't control what's the future for you. That's very cool. Yeah, very cool. Now, you went to uh, Barstow. I did. You went to Cornell as well, very prestigious yeah. schools and all that stuff. And from somebody who comes from your background to where you are now, has there ever been somebody who says maybe that you aren't black enough? Sure. Because, I mean, I've, yeah. I've been through it myself. I, I just wonder, you know, you yeah. know, these schools which are predominantly white, predominantly wealthy backgrounds. Absolutely. Have you ever run into that yourself? You know, it happens all the time. And, and because you guys are getting the really good interview, I'll give you like a story I don't share much. Um, when I first got on city council, the mayor, Sly, was kind of like, you know, I think he saw me hang. I was supported by a lot of black ministers and that sort of thing. And, uh, uh, he said, well, you know, hey, you really don't want people criticizing you as being too black. And then I laughed and I'm like, oh, Lord, nobody has ever said that to me. That is actually the most flattering thing you've ever said. You know, um, no, you take you take those critiques all the time. It's why sometimes background um, is is an interesting thing for me to share, because there have been a lot of people that said, well, yeah, when we just heard you or how you presented or even how you like structure your sentences, sometimes it doesn't seem as if um, you are from the same community that perhaps I'm, you know, somebody's from. Uh, and, you know, it, it is interesting. I think since I've been in politics, I've always been kind of like, well, no, look at where I stand on policies and that sort of thing. And I think that kind of shows what my background is. But yeah, it's something I've gotten, something I'll probably continue to get. But, you you, you know, you, you kind of brush it off because, trust me, I, I mean, I know where I'm from. I know kind of the different experiences. And you know the different challenges with it all, too. Do you think, though, that some of those experiences, I mean, you've lived in... Uh, rural Kansas. Yeah, yeah. You've lived here in Kansas City in, in a very urban setting. You've, as we've said, gone to private school. You've, you, you, you have had a very diverse life. Yes. And so doesn't that help you now in your yes. position as mayor? You've got to go out to, you know, you got go down to the plaza and talk to people or go you know, out to South Kansas City or wherever and Absolutely. talk to people. It's why Kansas City is such an interesting place. And it's why local government's so interesting, because you can cover the whole gamut of whatever your place is, you know, within a day. And it is interesting. I'm, after the day after the primary, I gave a speech to a gentleman's group named the Plaza Club. Right. And they meet at the carriage club in the basement and all that sort of stuff. And the guy sitting next to me, he's like, I just don't know how Steve Miller did not win. Everybody I know supported him. And I said, well, you know, because you don't know that many people, it turns out. God bless Steve. Good man. But nevertheless, you know, it, it's interesting because you get to run in the different other, you know, areas. I mean, flipping sides. Um, 
there was a, a black woman who was talking to me. She's like, yeah, we're going to make sure that we get things for the black half of town. And I'm like, you know, it's not actually half. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, south of the river, you know, kind of. But anyway, and it's and you do just get this amazing ability to relate because ever since I was a little kid, right, you're finding commonalities with people because you realize you just do that to, you know, survive. Mm-hmm. We promised the man some fun. Yes. Can yes, we? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's have some fun with it. All right. Let's go down to where do you go for inspiration oh I walk well so I still love like the Liberty Memorial and and being around there and you know just kind of staring but can I give you a far more interesting and less political answer which is exactly like (laughs) um, I got into kayaking at a certain point which is weird because I can't swim but um, you know I figured what the heck you know you gotta (laughs) gotta die somehow and so um and so I love to kayak in, this is even weirder, I like to kayak in New York City. So like on the uh, Hudson River and that sort of thing, uh, Manhattan Kayak Club, I recommend it for anybody if you have some time. And I actually progressed from just like kayaking in a pier to now I've been on some trips and all of that sort of stuff. And there's nothing cooler to me than like being in the middle of nature in a river and then like having a giant city next to you and a cruise ship sometimes which is just terrifying. Yeah, I bet. Um, but that's, so that part isn't relaxing, but everything else, you know, kind of about it is because you feel at peace. So that's my thing. In the midst of everything, but also very alone. That's exactly right. Yeah, I bet that is. Yeah. I, it sounds like I need a long time. Oh my God. More in my life. That sounds like the kind of thing that maybe yeah. I need Chat to with do. your daughters about that. See how far. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, that. Are you spiritual? Or are you religious? You know, I, I am. And that's been an interesting thing that came back. Kind of part of the, where do you find peace? Where do you find time to think? Um, and so I probably start out, grew up in church. Uh, and then I probably made my return to church regularly, maybe six, seven years ago. I just found a place that I could be really chill, really didn't have to talk uh, at all. That's changed a little bit since I keep running for stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, so. Um, uh-huh. All right. So take us back to your seven years old, eight years old, 10 years old. What did you want to be when you grew up? Mm. Obviously, you're mayor, going to be mayor now. Yeah, what did yeah, you want yeah. to be back then? I never thought of being mayor. I think I thought being like a sports play-by-play announcer would be the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I mean, so I, my voice was better then, too. Um, but, yeah, so I did that. And actually, um, I'm trying to think. And then, have you heard of the, the famous Chiefs notebook I kept, too? So, like, I kept a diary, a sports diary when I was, like, 10 and 11. Um, and I would, like, write details of every Chiefs game and come up with, like, my hot takes. Like, I, that was back when, like, Skip Bayless was just a brand new thing. And so I was, like, the best hot take artist of 1994, <laughs> predicting a Super Bowl all the time. I mean, it's it, I look at it sometimes, and I'm like, what a... What a sad child you were. But. I, I really hope you take Bob Fesco, though, up on his offer to go on every Monday. Uh, every Monday. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, maybe once a month or whatever yeah. you guys decide. But uh, I think that yeah. maybe that needs be to fun. actually happen. Well, and you said you don't want to be around too long. There's always time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am jealous. You know, uh, Ed Rendell, the former governor of Pennsylvania, head of the Democratic Party, like, he had his own Eagles post-game show. And I'm like, now, see, that will be the moment of greatness. He was mayor of Philadelphia, too. Because I'm like, if I actually just have, you know, I don't know who would listen, but uh, if they want my ridiculous takes, hey, I'll, I'll take it if anybody's hiring. Put it on Facebook Live. You already do a thing with your mom, don't you? I, I do. I should. That's yep. good. Is yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah. Every game, there. 15 minutes, tune into the mayor's thoughts. Oh my gosh, that'd mm. be huge. We'll be okay. watching. We'll be watching. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Just, you know, give us a nod once in a while. Right. Uh, what job would you not like to do? 
<laughs> a few of them went through your head. <laughs> but I'm like, who am I going to offend? And how small of a group is it? Um, I mean... I mean this with love to our friends in print media. Newspaper ad sales would really seem to be unfortunate right now. And the weird thing is, there's this thing in Kansas City called Exchange City where, like, they have little kids. Oh, yeah. I you went know, to it. Okay, yeah. I was the ad sales representative at Exchange City, which I was like, 11-year-old me was like, this is the crappiest job of all time. Like, one friend is mayor. The other guy, like, runs the school. And they're like, you're the ad sales rep. You don't even write a story at the paper. You're the oh, guy who's man. just like, I'm so selling ads for the fake newspaper in the fake town, I was very cynical about it. I, can say, I, I was the DJ when I went. Oh, so see, I had a great job. I see, was playing exactly. tunes for the whole city. It was awesome. How did you get newspaper ads I know, for that? I know. I must have just... Uh, you need to write a teacher a note. Uh, sure. that's, that's, that's right. <laughs> she didn't like me. Okay, so uh, next question. <laughs> Finish this sentence. My day is not right unless... It used to be I run, but then, you know, you run for office and you decide to just eat gates instead. And now 5K, like halfway through, I'm like, oh, good Lord. <laughs> I don't know how you people do it. Um, There's no time. I, ain't that the truth? I mean, you know, it's it's interesting, by the way. This has been like a time, a season in life. Running for office is very different than being a mom. Don't get me wrong. But like all my friends who have young children, uh, like we've been really bonding because we don't sleep through the night, really. You know, all types of things just pop up, you know, and all that sort of stuff. So I mean, I imagine. And the problem is, I don't know if like I'll get the love, though, when I'm old. That's the one thing. Like you're investing for the future. Sure. <laughs> you, you are just in a very different a di way. Very different way. Somebody like 40 years ago, hey, weren't you the guy? Were you on the news? Or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Always confused a bit. Um, my day is not complete unless I read some news. I still like to be informed and all of that. So I usually, if I were, you know, an older time, I'd probably just read the newspaper every morning. But not the ads. Yeah, without the ads. Well, aside from the news, what are you reading? Um, I am into, so I like sports. I follow it a lot. So I read... I used to read sports blogs because, you know, mid-2000s, that was just the thing for you elder millennials mm -hmm. listening. Um, now, I, I'm into, like, long-form articles, like in the New York Review of Books. I don't read enough books, but I will read, like, a 17-page article about a book, which is ridiculous, <laughs> if you think about it. I mean, I'll spend, like, an hour, you know, and be like, man, I'm really informed about, you know. About this book. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, whoever knew Charles de Gaulle did that, right? And I'm just like, so that's that's what I do. But you usually don't follow through and go back. And no, yeah, no, I just, don't read the whole book. Yeah. Because cause I'll, I'll, I'm halfway through. See, this is bad. Everybody's like, he doesn't finish anything. But, <laughs> no. Fulfilling all right. the Exactly. All the, yeah, yeah. I read the ads, and then the ads became me. Or watched the ads. Anyway. I'm sure, I'm sure that running for office doesn't lend you a lot of time for no. your reading. No. And the face. funny thing is a lot of people give you books as a, a gift. They're like, congratulations, Quentin. Here's a 500-page book about the, a former mayor of Boston. And I'm like, well, cool. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, people do that sometimes. I find people do that a lot with us, too. You know, I know that you're just doing this for a one-minute story on television. <laughs> Here's a thousand-page, uh, you know, anthology on this subject. Go get more informed. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I'm going to do my best. Right. Uh, what uh, are you listening to? Do you listen to podcasts? Do you, uh, what's on your playlist, mm -hmm. both? So I am... Um... You know, I drive a lot, of course, or, you know, I'm now riding a lot. But, no, I like to listen to 
just nothing but music that is like I will turn on a pop music station and just listen to whatever they're like feeding me that day. I mean, really, people when I first when I took the professorship job in Lawrence, people were like, "Oh, you do you listen to like catch up on NPR all morning?" Like, no, no, not at all. I am just there, like, ooh, I didn't know that Taylor Swift had a new song. <laughs> you know, that's that sounds so lame. Zone out time. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's your time to just decompress. Oh yeah, oh, I don't like not? calls during you know no. I'm my campaign manager John, who's younger than me, and we're very different in a lot of ways. Um, he would always be like, "Hey, we need to do all these calls in the car." I'm like, "No, I'm not. This is my 15 minutes. Just stare at the world." Mm-hmm. So, I like and and for what I understand of you is that you are like get up at the crack of dawn, go to bed late at night, and yeah. like high energy all day. Yeah, that's right. And I don't drink coffee. I mean, right. It's just, you know. So where's it come from? Where's oh, it come it's, from? it's just fear of failure. It's just a, it's just like this. Not really. That sounds sad. Um, but it is kind of this wanting to accomplish things and get a lot of stuff done and trying to make sure you always read up on the substance and all that sort of stuff. Maybe going back to the private school, because I'm learning that podcasts are like therapy. Um, <laughs> we listen to a lot of them. So. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, there was this part that you, you do always want to make sure that you're good enough, particularly if you're in some way different than the environment you're in. You want to always make sure that you're ready for like and to be the best. And so even I think I started grade school in Hutchinson, Kansas. And so I knew nothing about like sports or general central Kansas things we talked about, like the 4-H club. But I tried really hard to learn a lot about it. And then when I went to private school, the same thing kind of happened. I'm like, there's a kid talking about Shakespeare and we're eight. So I better learn about it or something. So I've always had that little oddity. No. So obviously we just mentioned you don't have too much time going on but what was the last thing you watched on Amazon Netflix Hulu what show would really capture so you? you know I'm watching and I keep forgetting the name the uh, Central Park 5 Netflix show mm-hmm. um, but I meant to say The Bachelor or Bachelorette um, all I do is watch ABC but uh, <laughs> no, you don't have to say that <laughs> no but it's great KNBC's on ABC so we right. appreciate that <laughs> right yeah um, I am amazed sometimes that America's Funniest Home Videos is still on is it? yeah yeah comes on Saturday yeah I I was, <laughs> I was just kind of like, who knew? And it's hosted by like, I don't know. I think it's Alfonso Ribeiro. Still. Yes, that's yeah, right. Because I was like, Carlton is hosting America's Funniest Home Video. I'm like, 1991 never ended. <laughs> I mean, it just has all merged into one super show. And it's just, I, I assume like YouTube fails. Same, and, same old yeah, same, you know, same thing. They pick their top three and the winner gets 10 grand or something right, like that. Right, yeah, I just, I just love it. See, the thing that's different though with America's Funniest Home Videos versus The Price is Right, I still like The Price is Right really holding on for like, no, we ain't changing. Like maybe Bob Barker's dead, but you know, we will keep everything in a weird seventies sort of thing. Or, you know, you you're in college and you just don't do anything all day, like some of my friends did. You I'm sorry, I lost your question because I'm I'm bad. You're watching the Central Park Five. Yeah. And I was actually trying to watch it last night for because it was the first night I've had free time and I got halfway through and I was like good show by the way but I was like I need some uh, some lighter fare some right levity. now levity right yeah. right yeah I understand that um, okay we're almost done here um, you go to Gates you mentioned Gates what's yeah. your order oh at Gates I get the um burn-in sandwich mm. um, and fries. And if I'm trying to be like, oh, brother, you had to get a bigger suit size last time, <laughs> I like just don't eat the bread. That's my, <laughs> don't don't change choices at all, but you know, <laughs> just lose some bread. No, uh, Sly James, he has his bow ties. <laughs> 
Anything? Any sartorial <laughs> choice that you might choose to uh, dabble in in your time as mayor? I wear lapel pins now. That's my, you know, addition to life. Um, you know, the one thing back when I was was running before, I used to, I used to be like a, a more short shorts running guy, um, and now I see how weird it looks. So I, I don't know if I'll go back to that. <laughs> so you were out and about and saw somebody else wearing them. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And I was like, dude, okay. no, no, <laughs> don't, don't do that. So that'd probably be like a habit you're trying to break then. Short <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. exactly. But, but yes, I'll be the short shorts mayor. That's, uh, you know, that'll be different. <laughs> okay, going back to those kids that I talked to earlier this morning, they, they said, ask him if he needs to have a lot of self-confidence to do his job. And then my follow to that would be, you know, if, if we were to come back in, in four years and mm-hmm. talk to you about whether or not you've been successful, what will be your marker for what is success in this new job as mayor? Um... I think the marker of success are, are quality of life metrics generally. I mean, we've talk, I talk about crime a lot. I'd like to see sustained uh, drops and particularly violent uh, crimes, uh, fewer homicides. I just actually talking to a police officer about that too. Um, and then I do want to see what we can do to uh, preserve more housing in Kansas City, provide more affordable housing stock in our city. I'd like those two to be kind of the key measures. And then a third fun one is I'd like to see a Chief Super Bowl because that would just be an amazing parade that I'd get to crash yeah. yes yes you would and you get to make a bet with the mayor of that city oh yeah put some barbecue and on the line or isn't that i mean it's it's i was gonna say isn't it sad that the only thing we can bet is barbecue i mean maybe we can bet boulevard now or something but oh, yeah you know because we need to because it's always like all right i'll give you a barbecue and you know, which is nice yeah but i feel like i want to do something else so well they got to get there first so we gotta go there. Ooh. got a little time it's guaranteed no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not. <laughs> this Indiana boy who uh, is a Colts fan will uh, have something to say about that, but it's fine. Hey, is uh, is your quarterback ever going to be good again, or listen, is he just... Listen, I'm sorry. we're, we're going to do this right now. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> Football season will come back. And we'll and soon back. enough. Yes. Okay, yes, okay. Yes, yes. All right, thank you, Mayor-elect Quentin Lucas. Thank you all so much. Good to be with you. If you like this podcast, leave a review or rate us. And if you have feedback and if it's civil, go ahead and shoot us an email at kmbcpodcast at gmail.com. And thanks for listening.